and welcome to this episode of Killing It. I'm Daniela. I'm Keith. We have a lot to talk about. We just finished the, the I guess, first part of the finale. The first part. Well, I guess next week's the first part of the finale. Well, we saw the like... The first part the, of the final. Okay. Oh, like, yeah, we oh, did you said the, the first part of the final, not yeah. the first part of the finale. Yeah. It was the penultimate final episode. The, the, the literal like first 100 yards. <laughs> <laughs> literally you swam 100 yards. Anyways, um, we have a lot to talk about. Let's dive in. We've literally. Lost, we've lost a lot of faves. We have. Um, oh man. So let's, uh, why what, don't you. Uh, did you, were the people who are now in the final who you expected? Um, you know, we should have gone back and seen who we'd predicted. I knew Corey was going to make it. I had a strong feeling CT was going to make it. Yeah. I did not think Camila was going to win over Laurel. Shocker. Yeah. We'll get to that. Oof, man. Yeah, maybe before we talk about that, we should just kind of go through these Let's episodes. Backtrack, yeah. Um, so moving back to, <laughs> to the bloodbath, which claimed the lives of like four of the underdogs team. Um which really made me sad because a lot of them were the people I actually would have loved to see in yeah. the final. Um, but yeah, rolling back to that, we had Exit, which was an individual competition. Four competitors needed to collect puzzle pieces that were, and th- while they were tethered to like a roundabout, mm-hmm. um, and the puzzle pieces were kind of like a Sudoku. Yeah. Um, the guys went first and took an extremely long time to do it, and <laughs> everyone was like really mad and annoyed. Laurel it's was fuming. Always funny when, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laurel was really mad. Laurel was fuming a lot. <laughs> it's always funny when they put the like, in the lower third, they put like the timer so you yeah. know how much time has elapsed, because that means like it's way longer than the producers anticipated. Yeah, I was surprised Shane didn't do his faster he seemed to kind of like think that he would but I guess he took pretty long time too. How long did it take like an hour and a half? I don't know I didn't write the times down but he did he got Shane got a few hours yeah I mean I think everyone was like really over it and I don't don't think the girls lasted nearly as long as that. No they didn't Um, there was like a clip from Darrell saying like that he was really tired like he was getting stiff because he was standing and his back hurt. (laughs) Poor Darrell. He's just a dad. Yeah. How um, do you think you would have done? Um, I actually, like, I've done Sudoku, like, a few times, but it, I, like, I'm really bad with numbers, so I don't know if I would do that great. I don't think I would do as bad as, like, Hunter and Nelson were doing. Like, they were really struggling. Oh, man. Um, Hunter was, Hunter was claimed in this one, which <laughs> I was just thinking back to, I was like, oh, yeah, Hunter was on this. Like, he was such, like, a presence, and then he just, like, was gone in a snap. Yeah, and he, like, cried when he left, too. Yeah. Um... I think that I would have done fine. I think you would have done great. You're, <laughs> you'll be like Amanda who just breezed through it. I know. I don't even think she got her puzzle pieces first. I think like... She didn't. She got them last or next to last. Yeah, she was just like, I don't need to even go fast. Like, I know I'm going to beat everyone. And she does. And Ashley wasn't like super far behind her either. No. It ended up being between Nicole and Jenna. So also to be noted, the, the crazy thing about this challenge was that the winner was safe but then all the three losers as in you were not the first place finisher were gonna go into the the what is it called no you they would they just moved to the next one they just went straight to the fortress like no one was safe oh even the even the people who won first yeah because like amanda amanda loses the next one Oh, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why I like messed that up. It was a long time ago. So the, oh, so the loser goes home and then the three winners go into the fortress. Yeah, it was I um, got it, it was a, it was a bloodbath. 
You're right. <laughs> it really was. But yeah, Jenna loses her first, like it's the first time she's lost anything. I yeah. Mean, besides like the final, but that's not really a loss. It was really close too, it seemed. Or at but least they edited it. She loses with grace. She's like, I've never lost before. She does everything with grace. We'll miss you, Jenna. So Nicole and Ashley and Amanda go into the fortress. And then of the guys, it's Shane, Corey, and Nelson. Yeah. Hunter goes home. Um, which I'm fine with Hunter going home. I don't really care. Yeah. I don't... He To me, he wasn't really a great addition to the cast. Uh, it's funny because, like, I really loved him on Are You The One because he was, like, cute and Southern yeah. and, like, kind. But something about, like, how, like, competitive he was was just not really a good look for me. No, I didn't... I was He's just, it. like, also, like, he got, like, a little too buff or something. Steroids? And I didn't like his hair. Or his lack of hair. No. <laughs> He was definitely not as cute. That's a downgrade. Usually people yeah. get cuter. Yeah, I mean, look at CT. Oh, God. It just gets better and better and better. He honestly does. He's like a fine wine. Um, moving on to the fortress, they play Inside Out, which is a three-way tug-of-war. This is the first round of a two-round fortress. Um, the girls take a really long time, and I thought of this strategy, like, as soon as that it started, I was like, oh, it'd be easy for Ashley and Amanda to just, like, run with each other to knock Nicole over and yeah. have one of them ring the bell, whoever thought. I mean, that's the kind of part where I guess it's a little, which even then they were like, oh, that's kind of weird. I know. it's. I mean, like, if you do use teamwork, you will achieve your result faster. Mm. But then... Yeah. And that, that kind of happens with the guys around where... Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the girls one. Amanda, after a really long time where kind of no one is making any headway, basically. They're, like, in a sand pit, and, yeah. like, everyone's, like, yelling at them strategies, like, dig your feet in and, like, crawl f harder. And it's, like, yeah. th there's there's not enough rope for everyone to eventually yeah. stretch like, out. The only way to do it is to kind of, like, team up on one person yeah. to knock them out. Um, and so Ashley and Amanda kind of go straight oh th this is probably where he got confused because whoever wins this one is safe yeah and then the, t the last two go against each other yeah um and so ashley and amanda eventually start running and then ashley gets her bell and she's sad because she like you know was like oh like i didn't know I, i'm so lucky oh my god oh my god oh my well god. it was crazy because she was like having she was starting to have like a mental breakdown while she was crawling. As she does. As she does. <laughs> and she was shouting, I can't do it anymore. And she was crying. And everyone was saying, you know, hold on. And then somehow she ended up, I think Nicole was the one who got up because Laurel was saying, if you just like stand up and run, like you can do it. Mm -hmm. I think Nicole did try that. And then Ashley like got her moment and she ends up like running and doing it. Mm. Yeah, so she makes it, and then um, Nicole gets really, really fired up and is like, you want to do that to me? Da -da 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 -da. Like, so mad at Amanda, and Amanda's just like, whatever, okay, like, let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and they're around... Um, the two-person the two person round. Yeah, so basically after that, they have, they, they're, they're like both tugging on a rope, and they have to get both of their feet out first. I mean, yes. Which is kind of an odd competition if you ask me they weren't tugging on the rope though they were harnessed together they were, oh they were harnessed That's by right. like a rope that had like like a foot and a half in between them mm. so then you basically had to wrestle your opponent and you're in like of course challenge style or rope circle mm -hmm. and so whoever it always is yeah whoever <laughs> steps out of the circle first loses yeah um 
But it, it goes kind of like Nicole gets the first round. Then Amanda's like, oh, I have to kind of like outsmart her. And then she gets the second round. And then eventually Nicole pulls through and knocks Amanda out. And Amanda's kind of like, go underdogs. I hope you guys win. Like not really that mad that she lost. Um, yeah, she doesn't remember. She did her middle finger guns. I hated those. <laughs> and then Darrell made fun of her middle finger guns too. She, I like, I was, um, I was telling Daniela, I just watched the ruins. Oh yeah, you have to let and me borrow like, the DVDs. I have to let you borrow the DVDs, and I was like, oh my god, Amanda is really so much like Katie. <laughs> She's Katie just so Cooley, immature. <laughs> She's so immature. Yeah. She just drives me crazy. Um, for the guys. Um, Nelson, so Nelson, I guess, had like kind of made a deal with both Corey and Shane to run with the other one to get the other person out. Yes, but I ha it was unclear. It was unclear because Shane even kind of made it seem like, oh, we just talked about this. So, and then Nelson, and then Corey is like, oh, Nelson isn't looking at me. We have this plan, but he's not looking at me. And then, um, so the guy's round goes and like, Nelson and Corey like run straight, but Nelson also kind of runs just straight for his mo mostly. I couldn't really, I didn't really notice exactly if he did that or if he did really run in the center like he told Corey he would. Yeah. But um, Corey is really, really, really mad. And Nelson, I mean, he wins that first round, so he's moving on. And Shane's just like, oh, great. And then um, the thing about making a deal in that in that elimination challenge is that one of you still has to lose. You can't both win. Yeah, that's what's that's what's tricky about it. You have so, to like really trust the person you're doing the deal with. Yeah, but like even if they got, yeah, like somebody's still. Anyways, someone has to go against the person who you guys like, you know, went against, and feel pretty confident that they will beat them. Yeah. Which Corey, I mean, I don't think he like felt unconfident that he would beat Shane, but he was still pretty pissed about it because Corey has a lot of um, pride and loyalty. Yeah, and when when it happened, like Shane, of course, trying to get weasel his way in however he can, <laughs> he was basically trying to start a fight between Nelson and Corey, and he uh, kept on feeding the fire. He was saying, as he does, of course. He was saying, oh, he snaked you. Like, he tricked you. He tricked me. We he had told, a deal. He told me we were going to do it together. Like, oh, aren't you so mad? <laughs> it's so funny because Shane's, like, not really good. He's, like, just really obvious at being, yeah. like, an instigator. But Corey's, like... Corey almost did fight him. Yeah. He did. Like, he and, like, Corey's very impressionable. I mean, we love Corey, but he's not, like, so bright. Oh, <laughs> so, like, I'm sure he's an easy person to fire up if you just, like... You know, gas he's, him up or whatever. He's literally so beautiful, though. Like, oh, yeah. this hairstyle is really working for him. When he was tethered by that tiny rope to Shane, I was just like imagining what it must be like to be picked up by Corey. Yeah, I'd love to see, uh, to see a porn parody of that. Oh my gosh. Corey and Shane's elimination round in a circle. <laughs> um, I'm sure Shane would love it too. Yeah, probably. Um, Corey and Shane do the final one, um, Corey wins. Um, no surprise there. No surprise. I'm really happy Shane was back, though. I hope he comes back again. I don't think he's going to be on the next season, but I hope he is in the future. Yeah. I, I just saw, um, I was telling you at dinner, I just saw a picture of him and Ashley Kay and uh -huh. Laurel and Zach, Zach in their challenge jerseys somewhere, not on the challenge. What if they like just went out and they were like, oh, it'd be so <laughs> funny if we wore our jerseys. God, I wish. I would, if I saw them, I'd be like, oh my God, this is the best day of my life. I want you to have a challenge jersey. I mean, I never try and win the challenge jersey that they're always trying to like, they have the little um, yeah. sweet competition things for. Um, I should try and win one. I mean, I've seen the people who win them and like. They just seem like normal people. 
I'm I'm a normal person like them. I could do it too. Yeah, I, I would want like a. I wouldn't want like anyone's jersey though. Yeah, I'd I'd basically want Corey's jersey, and I would hope that it hadn't been washed. I've said it a hundred times. I want a Laurel jersey. That's it. That's the only like athlete I want's jersey. Have Maybe you ever thought CT. about if you put Carl and Cor- Corey and Laurel together, you get Carl? I just ruined my own joke. Hmm. Yeah. We'll have to investigate that more because I think there's a lot of interesting coincidences in <laughs> fusing Corey and Laurel into Coral. Huh. Yeah, think about it. Anyways. Of, there's a lot of beauty there. We'll explore. Um, speak, like, also, we did trans transition between episodes in that talk about that elimination because it uh, was a cliffhanger, yeah. as is every episode in the remaining whatever however many episodes are going to be of the challenge they're all cliffhangers and only one person gets eliminated and then the other one the next episode i hate it yeah um i love a standard format no can we just like it's easy do a challenge eliminate someone move (laughs) on like that's what we want like hook up between fight between whatever yeah club scene eliminator whatever camillinator if you need if you need if we need camilla in the pool throwing a fit of some sort we're good pool furniture in the pool amanda doing middle finger guns Ashley being paranoid and court and ct talking about their kids it's chill we got it giving the adult commentary um, back of the house, Nelson and Corey resolved their issue, which was really not too much of an issue. Um, and we also talked for a way too long amount of time about the peanut butter that Laurel hid from Nicole. Yeah, that was gr- Which whatever. was really not totally explained of, like, why that even happened. But I don't care. I don't really care either. Um, caved in is the next challenge. I guess it's the last challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, which looked really awesome. There was like an obstacle course with six doors or something. Yeah, and like, yeah, so it was like a, kind of like a big series of cubes. Yeah, it looked like the Discovery Zone. Did you ever go there? Yes, it did. Oh my God, I love it. It was the Discovery, the Discovery Zone, Zone if it had cinder blocks, bamboo shoots, and coconuts. Coconuts, yeah. Or the jungle, remember that? Yes, of course. Yeah, it's more like the jungle, I guess. Um, There was another one too, but now I can't remember um, the name DZ. of it. No, Did it I was like that? the jungle before the jungle. Hmm. It was called oh, bamboozled. No, that's not right. <laughs> intrigued, intrigued. Zabumafu. Zab- that's also That's like a PBS cartoon. Yeah, it was. This girl raised on PBS. We all know it's true. Um, <laughs> an hour or half an hour of TV a night, only PBS. <laughs> it was usually Arthur. Ugh, always. Yeah. Um, anyway, caved in. Wait, hold on. Let's go back to that. That's why I, no, that's why I love TV so much. Because of PBS? No, because it was like never really, like it was never oh, a huge thing. Yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, I've just, oh, I mean, I slept with the TV on my whole life. It, well, I mean, until me and Joseph moved in together and he doesn't like that. <laughs> but I try. Yeah. Anyways. Um, caved in. They run looked, through the discovery zone. It looked so fun. And it was like. It did. It was interesting because you basically like start in one zone of this big cube obstacle. And you have course. to like find the door in yeah. each room. Um, and there was that one point where Camilla was like watching the underdog. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, hold on. So at this point, before we start this challenge, the underdogs have way more money. So the underdogs have 55K. How much do the champs have? The champs have 25K. So this is going to be an opportunity for the champs to like, you know, try and get even. some money, get a little bit even. Camilla at one point 
during this becomes like she's just like she's just sitting there watching what the underdogs yeah. are doing and so she kind of gets into a little tiff with laurel because camilla is saying oh they're doing this like we should do that it's a better strategy they already got through their door Laurel starts to kind of like break down and she's saying, stop focusing on them. You're focus on us. time. Yeah. Um, there are some other parts to it. What, how did you think you would do in this challenge? Um, I think I could do great in it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. It's cause it's like a big, it's like a living puzzle slash obstacle course. It also just seems really fun. I mean, I'm sure that the pressure would be like, oh my God, but like, I'm pretty good at like, um, pushing myself through weird weird shaped spaces. Oh, I was like... I used to like to read <laughs> um, read books in between the crack of my bed and the wall. Oh my gosh. Just because, so... I've Wait, how would you to, hold the book? Um, I mean, I was just like... like above your I head? was like crushed oh. between the two holding like this. Yeah, so you're not yeah. claustrophobic is what you're saying. No, I'm not. And, um... Uh, as I mean, if I'm like have a team of people supporting, like I'll definitely do well. I'm yeah. a good team member. Yeah. Individually getting through it, I'm not sure. I mean, I would have the endurance, but I don't know how smart I'd be, like, getting through it. Yeah, I think that I would have done okay. I think you would do well because you're small and agile. Oh, thank you. I am. You saw me do a headstand earlier. I did. Yeah. I was shocked. I couldn't do that. <laughs> um. But the teams seem, they, I guess the underdogs kind of do, do pull ahead kind of early on and they keep their lead. Yeah. Well, I mean, so basically, and this was like questionable if they, not cheated, but, you know, it was definitely a game move that was not typical. And they... When they kick that door in. Yeah. They, and <laughs> some people went over the barrier and some people, even though you're supposed to like go through the door. Mm. Um, and so that's why Camilla got all tripped up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of unclear to me, like what she saw that they did because I wasn't sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, I, that's like, that must be a hard competition to film. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, because like basically they, they're in this big like cage of cubes and also at some points they're like covered in coconuts like it's yeah. and it must have been really loud i love when they they launch camilla underneath the coconuts that fall i was like wow that's a terrible idea like the last room they have to pull this thing out and uh, all the coconuts release and they need to find like a flag or something was it like or the C key it was the key to get through the last door and i think it was like ct or Dorel <laughs> just like, yells at camilla like get under there so like she could just like get it when it falls which is like how the heck do you know when it's gonna fall all those coconuts are just gonna drop all over you also like i don't want a bunch of coconuts to drop all over Ouch. me like you're gonna get a concussion yeah but camilla's <sighs> um strong yeah she is <laughs> but they weren't wearing helmets yeah, so yes. the underdogs win. The underdogs win. Now they have like 85,000. And the champs still have like 25. <laughs> Poor guys. Yeah, they're really upset. Laurel is like very upset. She's fuming. Later, like she's like in bed with Nicole and like Nicole, I think Nicole's kind of being like, oh, like you should, guys should have done this, this. And Laurel's like, I don't want to talk about like you guys winning. Yeah. Because Laurel's like a sore, she's a sore loser. Yeah, she's only ever won everything. And like... Also, she felt very like what she did was right and what yeah. happened was and wrong. Maybe she is wrong. Maybe she is right. But I don't know. I mean, it's just like. I mean, we'll never who's know. Who's to say? Yeah. Um, Laurel's mad. 
this is the last champions elimination, which is very weird to me why they won't just have an equal number of champions and underdogs in the final. I don't get it. Yeah, why wouldn't they just have like... How I thought it was going to go down was like, it would be four and four, two would leave before the final, and then it would be six. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I was wrong. They're going to knock out two of the champs, meaning there will only be two champs left. And... In this crazy last elimination, they play Not So Fast, which we've seen before, done by Nani and Bananas against John A. and Zach in Battle of the X's 2. Oh my god, you're totally right! And it was also, I think they did it in Battle of the Seasons, the one that Ashley, Kay, and Zach and Frank were in, but yeah. I can't remember who, I think she did that elimination with Zach, so I think she's won it before. Okay. Because she was like, that is a really hard elimination. And I was thinking like, that is really hard to do by yourself, because that, I mean, like, it's good to do it with a partner because you're not the only one carrying that heavy-ass rope. Yeah. Which, I mean, as you yes. can see, through all of the eliminations, the people competing were so freaking tired. So basically, it's like a trapezoidal structure that's made up like of all these... bars. Yeah, exactly. All these bars, and you climb in and out, and you're tethered to a rope, and so you're carrying this huge rope with you. And the first part is you are weaving the rope through all of the uh, through the structure through all these bars in order to create the most complicated route slash knot and then you switch and so then you have to, to untangle it. yeah and whoever untangles at first wins yeah um so what did you think about the most insane craziest elimination with laurel and camilla <laughs> uh so Laurel versus Camilla, I have to admit, I never in a million years did I think that Laurel would lose to Camilla, but yeah. it makes sense given what competition it was. Because I don't think Camilla is not strong. No, you know, I, I actually like this elimination really put into perspective Camilla like as a very well-rounded challenge person, which I've always been like, she's won. So obviously, she's good at the game. Yeah. Like, there's no question. But she also has like lost ungracefully yeah. multiple times so yeah. you, like those those things outweigh her like performance and things where she is she always gives her all and i think this really proves like okay she deserves to be like you know one of the best female challengers yeah i mean like she like the Camillinator totally overshadows that like she has one and she normally does pretty good yeah. her and tony were doing great before they like freaked imploded. out on each other yeah um but i i think like strangely or maybe not strangely this was a challenge where like her the how small she was really did give mm -hmm. her a benefit because she was like weaving in and out like no big deal yeah but also i think it was Darrell. like nicole was sh basically shouting at laurel the whole time and like i think Darrell. it was Darrell who said if we're not asking for help, don't shout at us. Like, yeah. Laurel's distracted. But I was also thinking about it. And, like, I know Laurel's an athlete, but also this context is completely different. Mm -hmm. But, like, whenever I'm doing something, I'm not normally listening to what people are saying. Yeah. I think Laurel, in that, like, we've talked about it in the past few episodes. Like, she's really going through something, like, emotional, like, with this whole, like, um, relationship with Nicole I think that I think is really like different from her like you can tell like she I mean she's like more open than she's ever been in the challenge like yeah. she's like she's hooked up with like Jordan and it was like she was like okay bye yeah. and like who else like she, CT 
like way back when. Oh my god, I always forget I about that. But those, I mean, they didn't really that like you know it didn't like mess with her. But like this is something like she actually really does care about Nicole, and it actually does seem to mean something to her. And I think that tied with like her the expectation that she's going to win. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure, and I may think maybe she doesn't feel like she was the most like in the best shape to do it, and that she had just come from a loss from that thing. So. I mean, I feel like she had a lot on her mind. And Camilla, like... I would agree with that. She's, like, literally 100% always, like, working for the challenge because she's on every season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though she says she retires. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Camilla wins. Laurel loses. Uh, well, uh, you're still the best. It's funny because at the beginning, Camilla says, Laurel's 9-0 and zero in eliminations. Yeah. And, I mean, so Camilla broke it. I know. I can't... I mean... Of all the people to break it, I guess, like, I don't know. I'm really surprised it was Camilla. Uh, yeah. I yeah. would have been, like, I would have think, like, I, I don't know. It's It was crazy. I was very shocked. I was also very shocked. Yeah. There's a point where you know that Laurel's going to lose, and I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's about to lose. You know. Well, so the same thing kind of happened in the male elimination. Yeah, which is a cliffhanger to the next episode, which yeah. we just watched. We just watched it. And it... At some point, pretty early on, it became very obvious who was going to win. Yeah, CT's CT's strategy, which is actually the greatest strategy ever. Don't know why this is the first time it's ever happened. Even TJ was like, that's the best knot I've ever seen. Um, CT basically just like makes this giant, huge, weaved in and out crazy knot. Yeah, that's like very small and tight. He didn't use the the trapezoidal jungle gym as much yeah. as everyone was like doing before, which is crazy because it actually like makes more work for yourself because you're climbing up and down. Yeah. He just was like weaving this very very small, tight knot, and he said, "My strategy is to not leave any slack." Yeah. So which, that you can't untangle it, which I mean, it worked. He tangled himself up in it and was like, by when they they blew the whistle, he was just like hanging from it with his legs. Oh my legs god, up. it was so cute. He looked Love like he he basically created a little hammock for himself. As he would, because he's a dad who loves the leisure life. Yeah, he, yeah, he's just you know he wants to be on a boat. He wants to be sexy. <laughs> he wants to just chill. He wants to wear a straw hat. Yeah, as he does. And Darrell, it was really sad to see Darrell go home. Like I, I, I love Darrell so much. I'm really happy he came back. Like. I think that he was in it for the right reasons, and mm. he did r- super well and everything. Yeah, and he was—he looked really, really bummed too. Yeah, even when he was like doing his interview, you could tell that he was disappointed. Remember the music they played? Yeah, they start playing this like really sad, like, like when Darrell's losing. Yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere. It's like the, I've never—you never hear music like that on the challenge. It's and really crazy. It was like kind of slow mo, like yeah. he's losing, and then in his one-on-one, like he says his, you know. He says his like confessional thing, and then they hold on him, and, and he, he goes like, "Yeah." It was <laughs> like, sad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time Darrell's been back since like Fresh Meat too. Like the season he lost with Carmery, like out first. Yeah. So it's been a long time, but like, like just like with Shane, I'm really happy both of them are back this season. Yeah. Get it some was, road rolls, people on. Yeah, it was I really like nice. That. They just opened the door for even more which we'll talk about on a later date. Yeah, probably not this episode. We have a lot more to talk about. Uh, Anyway, Darrell (laughs) goes home, so now we only have Camilla and CT for the champs. Yeah. And then for the underdogs, we have Nicole and Ashley and Nelson and Corey. So 
Let's go back to our original question. Is this everyone that you thought was going to be there? I would. I thought in the beginning, I was like, I think Nicole has the potential to probably go to the end because she's pretty strong. I, I think Ashley, I did think maybe could get far. I definitely thought Jenna would be in the final again just because, like, yeah. I really, truly believe in her with every fiber of my being. Yeah, me too. Um, Nelson did not think or want him to go to the final. Still don't. Nope. Still disappointed he's there would rather have been Shane um I can't I would I wanted Tony to go to the end I'm kind of surprised he left so early um almost forgot he was on it because he was sober well I hope that Tony like comes back and he like practices maybe something besides like brute strength and endurance yeah um Corey I thought kind of would go to the final too yeah um I really thought Laurel was gonna go to the final and I wanted (laughs) Laurel to go to the final I, yeah, I, I definitely wanted Darrell. I definitely thought Laurel. I thought Corey. Um, but everyone else, I kind of am surprised, yeah. Yeah. Nelson um, especially. Nelson, I would say, is the biggest surprise because I don't think he's, like, the worst. But I don't think he's very good. I don't think he's very good either. <coughs> it's crazy me. because, like, uh, when Shane left, he was saying, so it turns out Nelson was the biggest snake at all. Like, I kept on talking about this is how you play the game and I guess somebody was listening to me and I was just like was he oh, or was give, he just don't give him any yeah I he think, just fell into this yeah I think he was just in the right place at the right time for a lot of these moments I mean he came in really wanting to be like the shock caller on the underdogs team and he consistently stayed in that position he feels like he felt the whole time I think the underdogs team was pretty much run by like Ashley and Amanda for the most part. Yeah, I would agree about like, that. Like, they were the vocal ones who were actually, like, doing things. Yeah. Um, Corey and Nicole were kind of on their own thing. And they were probably the strongest. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, um, this uh, the rest of this episode... The rest of this episode was a little bit... It was a lot of emotions and talking as we were watching with somebody else and they said oh, there's a lot of words and not a lot of play. And yeah. it, it, that was true. I mean, the beginning part of the, the, the challenge or the elimination between Darrell and CT took like 15 minutes. And yeah. then the rest of the episode was like club scene and then like Ashley weird emotions <laughs> where like Nicole starts crying to Nelson oh, of right. all people. Uh, we got some cute scenes of Corey and Camilla. Corey was looking great. Camilla Ashley, was drunk. Camilla was way drunk. She <laughs> falls off a pool float. Ashley has a freak out and... Threatens to leave for the second time this season. Yeah. And Nelson is saying she just wants attention. She just wants, like, the cameras on her. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting, and I brought this up to you. This is kind of the first season where we've had, like, multiple people talk about, like, stop playing to the cameras or, like, they just want airtime and stuff like that. Yeah, it, I... Yeah. At least from what we see, it's not... And we see the producers a lot, too, more now. Mm-hmm. But, like, in this in this season, we've seen the producers a lot. And it's just interesting that this third wall... Or fourth... Third wall. This fourth wall <laughs> continues to break down for us as viewers. Yeah. Here and in real world. Yeah. Which, who knows what that is. <laughs> it's so meta, though. It's really interesting. It yeah. I'm just trying to think, since I've been watching some of the older seasons, like, they talk about their lives outside of the show a lot more in the challenge than they do in any other show. But I mean, it's definitely like a trope between the female contestants to like always talk about like screen time and like 
dramatics and stuff like that, which yeah. that's just like, that's just, you know, the patriarchy who hates women on TV and just makes them into these like devils who hate each other. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. It is. Yeah. I was thinking actually about how, um, how like a lot of like the different challengers, like they play a certain way and have mo- more Instagram followers than other things like that. Like Jenna has like a ton of like a huge Instagram following, but she's really not like a dramatic personality in the house as opposed, like, I feel like I like, I liken it to how like Lauren Conrad in the Hills, like is like the, you know, everyone's, everyone like loves Lauren, like in a basic sense, like, oh yeah, like I love Lauren, like Elsie, she's the best. Um, It's the same kind of like with Jenna, cause like you're following her story and she's really likable and fun. Even though I think Jenna is like a thousand times more interesting and funny and cute than Elsie ever was. Oh, thank you for that clarification. Just to clarify, but she's kind of like, I think a person like, like, oh yeah, like I love Jenna, she's strong and she's beautiful. And then like you have some like villain, more like villainous characters like Ashley and yeah. like Amanda, like the mean girls or whatever. And that's the thing that's been going through the challenge forever. Like Veronica and Rachel were like the mean girls. Hey, Veronica. And, um, we'll talk more about her later. Yeah. On a later date. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. I see what you're saying. But, like, yeah, they all have, like, these Instagram followings and things like that, too. Like, I don't know. That's the, I mean, like, the shows just changed so much. There just wasn't those, there just weren't those things before. Like, there was a chance for people to, like, be behind the scenes, like, trying to do other things. Like, that's why um, Mike became the Miz and joined the WWE, and, like, Jane yeah. Chung left the shows, and... Became an she actress. She's like an actress, and she's on whatever. Once upon a time, yeah, she's Mulan. Yeah, um, but now it's like they become like personalities, and like that has gives them a following, and they sell fit tea on Instagram. Yeah, and the, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I'd give a, I give my left arm to sell fit tea on Instagram. <laughs> truly. Yeah, someone sent us some fit tea. We're here. Um, yeah, then there's kind of this like they have this really because it's the anniversary of dm passing while they're in the house and they do this like ceremony about like letting go of the past and what do you want for your future it's very emotional ct like keeps it together but you could tell like he's still really really working through all those feelings and he says it too he's saying like the past couple years i've had a heavy heart and now I think he kind of started to cry too. You can like I was no like you can tell the way he like his because like I mean yeah. this whole like he was out this whole like really quiet. Yeah, you can't really hear me saying uh, the microphone. The low like, grumble <laughs> Batman voice. Yeah. And then this one like there there are peaks and valleys like his voice is kind of cracking a little bit, not like in a crazy way like me, but <laughs> eh. you know yeah you like, could tell like he's like talking about something he doesn't totally want to like talk about but like. I mean, he, like, loved her. He also her. wants to be open. Yeah, he, like, loved her. I'm sure that's, like, not something... Like, those the intricacies of those emotions of, like, losing someone that you loved so much, like, and cared about so much. I'm sure that you don't want to share that with the world, but at the same time, she was, like, you know, this person who was present in the same way, and, like... Mm. So, yeah, it was interesting. Like, I felt... It felt a little... It always feels a little bit invasive watching that kind of stuff. It's just... I feel like every season they bring up... They bring it up. but And it's like... I understand it's also like a tribute. Like, they do want to, like, keep her, like, spirit alive because she was, like, an important part of the show. But also it's kind of like... 
I'm like, oh, like I don't like. I feel it feels bad seeing like CT always happen to like when the underdogs are kind of asking, like, what do you, what's wrong? Like, I don't understand, like, because they don't realize that's the anniversary because none of them had been on a challenge with her. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of like Camilla's like even Camilla starts crying and she is just like, you know, she was the best person and she was like so alive and she inspired everyone to like do better and like. Then Camilla starts crying and she's like, I don't really want to talk about this. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, I, I know what they're trying to do, but it is like a little bit weird, especially cause like, you know, I'm sure the, the so the producers bring out these like lanterns and you're supposed to like light one to like go of your past and like light one to symbolize like the hope that you want for the future. And it's like, it is like kind of a shady move of production on to that do that. Day. Yeah. On that specific day. And I'm sure Camilla and CT were like, of course. And yeah. They're just kind of like, but they kept it together. I mean, it's obviously sad for them because, like, by the end when they do push their little things out, like, Camilla and CT are hugging. And then CT um, says, like, you know, the past couple years have been really hard, but, like, this little boy, like, has brought so much joy into my life and helped me heal. And, like, every day I want to be happy. And I was like, yeah. that's that's wonderful. Yeah. CT's the best. Yeah. He's a true dad. He really is. Oof. Yeah, moving on to light to lighter <laughs> to lighter subjects, we could just talk about the vinyl. Yeah, so uh, they they go on like a nice little vacation, like uh, they stay vacation. They're still in Thailand, <laughs> and I guess the final is going to be in Thailand. But they, how did we get onto this like weird floating island? I don't know how we get to that strange platform like in the middle of the sea in Thailand, wherever. But we arrive on a strange platform in the middle of the sea in Thailand. Yeah. And TJ's wearing a really wonderful shirt that does not have a graphic on it, which is shocking, but instead has a leather pocket. Like it's like a regular t-shirt with a pocket, but the pocket's leather. This is a mature Tej look. Yeah. Um, and he's really excited. He speaks some Thai. It's really cute. And he like laughs because he realized he said it kind of weird, but he's yeah. like, that's the best I could do. Yep. Love, Love Teach. Him. Love him. And he says essentially that the final is going to be three days. And Ashley's like, I knew it. Which, <laughs> how did you know? But whatever, it's fine. Um, Ashley knows everything. And they're going to do um, an individual style challenge which is not truly individual it's kind of the never, same way it, never it will is. never be individual but so annoying <laughs> kind of in the same style of free agents for all of the different leg or for the three different days you're going to be tethered to a member of the opposite sex yeah but they're not staying challenger challenge champs and underdogs right. they were they're going to rotate, they rotate the each person one. each time yeah um so the first day has to do with swimming they what what they I think they showed they swim to a kayak and then they kayak to a puzzle and they do the puzzle. Yes, I think that's what it is. But all we see is like the first, like I said in the beginning of the episode, hundred yards or something of the <laughs> yeah. swim that Nelson is sucking at because Nelson yes. sucks. Yeah, so they're gonna swim. They're wearing life jackets. Nelson, for some reason, opted not to wear goggles, even though hmm. if you look at everyone else, it's totally apparent that goggles were an option. Yeah. And would I have to get contacts to do the challenge? I know Nicole wears glasses, but I don't think she does during the challenge. I mean, I think it's up to you. I've never worn contacts. It's not great, let me tell you. I hate contacts that much. Oh, man, this is really souring my like my dream of being on a challenge. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have to talk about it right now. 
But sorry. I'm sorry to break away from our... No, it's okay. I just don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it sucks. You have to get LASIK, I guess. What if they mess up and burn my eyes out? Yeah, I really doubt that's going to happen. And if it does, <laughs> you could probably see them for more money than you'd make on the challenge. I would just but be a little But obviously blinded. not the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's fine. Yeah. I've seen enough in my 27 years. <laughs> so CT and Camilla are partners. Corey and Nicole are partners. And Nelson, Nelson and, and Ashley, Ashley are partners. And it's really funny because, like, we, we were kind of talking about this, like, how would you do? And, like, uh, I mean, Camilla and CT look like a swim team. <laughs> I know. They literally just are, like, they're like in, in sync. the freaking lead in yeah, one second. They're, they're in the lead by, so, like, CT's the only one who, like, dives into the water, which is crazy to me. They're in sync. They're going so fast, and they just break away. And then freaking Nelson is just, like, I don't. He's like the current's so strong, and I'm like, go, I'm going falling back. Yeah, so that's where we are. Oh, I, hate, I hate Nelson. Why the worst, is he here? I don't know. The worst part about him making it to the final isn't that he gets to participate in the final; it's that we, as viewers, are forced <laughs> to listen to more of his absolutely inane interviews. I know he's like, we just, you know, we've all had crazy pasts. It's like. Okay, yeah, we know. Everyone yeah. comes in different walks of life. That's what this show literally is about. He said it like it was such like a valuable insight. And it's just, no. Tell us something we don't know. Yeah, for real. It's like oh, the difference man. between Jenna saying like, yeah, I've never, what, what was it with the tubes? Like, I've ridden on a tube before. It's like, oh, good. Like, I love <laughs> it. I Because like, she's great. Yeah. And saying something that we already know, not great. It's annoying. I don't know. It's because he's such a know-it-all about other stuff. He just has a big head. Yeah. Even though it actually has a small head. He does actually have a small head, but yeah, metaphorically huge-ass head. And we know Jenna's humble, so. Yeah. Maybe it's like he's kind of like a nondescript-looking person. So do you just like not trust him? Yeah. Yeah, like has like imagine if you're one of those people who can't see people's faces. Oh my god. They would like all look like Nelson. That's so crazy. <laughs> I always forget about that that condition. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, man. I just got the willies thinking about everyone looking like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we're going to have an action-packed two episodes dedicated to this final and then a reunion, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Me too. I hope Nelson doesn't drown, but I I'm, hope that he loses. Okay, Rankings: Who's gonna get first, second, and third, male and female? Um, I think Camilla and CT are first, mm -hmm. and then I think Corey and Ashley. Well, actually, it depends on, you know, I think Corey and Nicole. Mm. Yeah, and so then you I think th Nelson and Ashley will be third. Well, I mean, so the preview for next week basically showed Ashley like having a breakdown the entire time. Are we are we surprised? No, and like I think that if Corey was with Ashley, she could do well because he knows how to talk to her. Mm -hmm. But besides that, I don't think that she can really do well. Yeah, I'm surprised it looked like CT and Ashley weren't good partners. I know because CT gave Ashley literally the best pep talk that's yeah. ever been on the challenge. And he even said that himself. Yeah. And he's right because CT's the best dad, as we know. Yeah, he's gonna be a great dad to that to that boy. Aww. Yeah. I freaking love CT. Me too. Honestly, like, I'm so glad he's back. He is not only, like, super attractive and fun to watch, he also, I think, is, like, part of what makes 
the challenge, such a special yeah. show. He's part of the soul of it. I know, and we get giant bananas every season. It's so nice to have someone you actually love and root for. Yeah, because we again. do not root for Johnny. Never. Yeah. I would like. I'm like. I don't hate him so much to where I don't want him on the show anymore. Like, I'm fine if he comes back every time. Yeah. I just want him to lose. Yeah. Same. <laughs> you know. What it's I mean? been nice to watch him lose a little bit. It's great. I love seeing him get crushed by Darrell. Ugh, man, me too. I hope he continues to keep coming back and keep losing to people who are better <laughs> than him. Yeah, Darrell's better than him, and that's totally fine. Darrell is better than him. Well, so if you want to tell us who else is better than Johnny Bananas, I'm at Danielle Devera. I'm at Keith the Natalia. And the pod is at Killing It Pod. Um, we'll talk about the first part of the final next time, and maybe we'll preview some other new shows. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot. Oh, like my Super Sweet 16? We're going to talk about <laughs> the Super Sweet 16 and that prom proposal. Prom proposal. Whatever Gosh, it's so crazy. It's, I thought MTV wasn't for teens anymore. It's not. So why are we watching all these teenagers do shit? Well, I mean, if you be if you think about it, my super sweet sixteen makes sense because that was on when we like that's like a that's like a vintage show, right? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Do you want to watch teenagers' birthdays right now? I don't. No, actually, I I don't. I would want to watch a million other things. Yeah. I like. Just I, do <laughs> another. Are you the one spinoff? Like, let's let's like flood the airways with that. I mean, do do more challenge spinoffs. Actually. Do more challenge spinoffs. We love it. All we right. Love it. Well. Until next time. Goodbye.